everyone. Welcome to the fifth Comeuppance Reviews podcast. This is Brett from Comeuppance Reviews. This is Ty from Comeuppance Reviews. Fifth episode, bro. Yeah, I'm telling you, fifth episode. Now, remember we read that thing that said, um, like, most podcasts die out after, what, the eighth episode? Yeah, I think so. So uh, we're well on our way to surpassing that the eighth episode crunch. You know? Yeah, that threshold. We're, we have lots <laughs> of great ideas for numerous episodes. That's so true. nothing to worry about there. Yeah. So. I mean, I think there's a lot of reasons why podcasts go away you know there might be other personal reasons for people and stuff like that burnout yeah Yeah, well number one but uh that doesn't look like it's gonna be happening to us anytime soon so um got some got some good ones planned for you guys yes we do and um speaking of good ones planned uh ty you watched treacherous recently i sure did just watched it this morning okay so what is treacherous well it stars c thomas hall of the sweeper right and Tia Carrera uh-huh. and Adam Baldwin, uh-huh. and it's a you know a typical kind of tropical erotic thriller. Mm-hmm. Not much really. Well, you care a little bit. They're 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 like two race car drivers who get into a whole heap of trouble, mm-hmm. and then Tia Carrera is like a I don't know a banker or something. And then the ending is weird. It's not a spoiler. Is that it's just a very very long view of a sunset. It takes forever. It's like. Ten mm. minutes of a sunset and the movie ends. <laughs> um, maybe Very it odd. had some sort of symbolic uh, meaning. Well, it's one treacherous sunset, I guess. <sighs> <But it's> just... <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, apparently so. Um, yeah. <laughs> but the fact that you watched that aside, you had a brush with greatness this weekend. I sure and, did. And uh, you got a certain person's autograph. So why don't you tell? the audience what happened to you well we went to the archive in bridgeport connecticut and they were having Mm. a signing uh yes spookies with the cast and crew right because vinegar syndrome released the movie spookies on blu-ray just a couple days ago we're we're listening to this black friday (laughs) right 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 black friday weekend the saturday after black friday yeah saturday after black friday so one of the crew her name is cecilia doran right she worked on hologram man the great PM movie with Joe Lara and Evan Lurie as Slash Gallagher. Mm-hmm. So I thought, oh, I got to get this signed. So I got it signed by her. She was very nice, like excellent uh, penmanship, too. <laughs> right. And, <laughs> yeah. And then I asked her about it. And she's like, yeah, it's one of my first jobs. And she thought, you know, people think, uh, well, Evan Lurie thought he's going to be the next Schwarzenegger. That she told you? She, yeah, she told me that. And it was, she was mm-hmm. kind of laughing about it. She didn't expect this at all, by the way. Because it was just a bunch of spooky uh, sycophants. Right, he said spooky <laughs> fanboys, right? Spooky fanboys to be nicer. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. and then it's like, oh, and I said, did you uh, work on Hologram Man? It's like, yes, I did. <laughs> so, so she gave me some other stories, like Evan Lurie, and then she worked on all the green screen and special effects. She used three Amiga computers to Kinda work on the special effects. That, that was the most interesting. And. She also worked on To the Limit with uh, Anne Nicole Smith. And if people have seen that one, someone falls over like a waterfall or whatever. That was mm-hmm. her uh, special effect. So it looked pretty good. So you now own the DVD yeah. of Hologram Man signed by Cecilia Doran. I sure do. Well, that's I, I something. Treasure. Who else I can treasure. say that? No one. She did not expect it at all. I was. She was laughing about it. And she's like, mm-hmm. oh, it's, this is like my... 
other work from my past. You know, she was goofing <laughs> around, and I'm not sure if she was embarrassed by it, but she seemed happy to talk about it. Well, I'm sure she was surprised because I bet you were the only person that yep. day that brought her a hologram man piece of memorabilia to yeah. sign. Yeah, I had to be the only one. And then when I was leaving, you know, I heard her talk about it some more kind of in the background. She's like, yeah, mm-hmm. just one of my B movies, you know. <laughs> like, mm. <laughs> so that's kind of interesting, yeah. So I was very excited. I, I can imagine. So um, she was probably thinking it would be nothing but spookies or who even knew if anyone would show up. I mean, if I was her, I'd be thinking, is anyone going to show up to this? But not yeah. only do people show up, Oh yeah, but Big line. you showed up with your hologram man DVD. <laughs> I showed up. She did not expect that that day. There's no way. I'd love to know if she saw any more hologram man uh, memorabilia yeah. tapes, but I would probably not. To, unlikely. Yeah. Highly unlikely. Um, all right. So that was our brush with greatness or your brush with greatness. Yeah. Since I didn't meet her, but you met her. And um, now we're going to move on to the topic at hand, which is the phenomenon of, as we call them, diehard in uh, movies or any sort of diehard. Now, this is going to sound harsh, but ripoffs or knockoffs. I don't really mean it. Yeah, not to sound. You know, Liffy or knockoff, diehard with a knockoff. You know, I'm trying to think of another one. You know, diehard to knockoff harder. I don't know. Uh, No, I don't think that one works as well. No. But that being said, I think this was a phenomenon in the later 80s and pretty much all throughout the 90s and beyond because – yeah, go ahead. No, yeah, and they still do it today. Yeah, they do. do. uh, Olympus has fallen a few years ago now, but still a diehard in a White House. Right. A White House down down, with Channing Tatum, same movie. (laughs) Yeah, so it – continues on to this day and i think one of the reasons for that is obviously that Die Hard was a massive success and that it's relatively less expensive for a b-movie production to produce because it generally takes place in one location yep you just shoot a bunch of baddies you get a dudikoff which we'll mention shortly and there there you go you got your b-movie you got your fun b-movie Die Hard in a right right so i think the combination of the success of Die Hard with the you know, relative, uh, you know, lesser expense to film meant there were a lot. But the th- the trick was you had to come up with a new place to put the diehard. Yeah, it can't so, be a skyscraper, which we also will mention shortly. Right, so, and then there might be a Cecilia Doran connection to that. Yes, <laughs> and someone, if you're still listening, then there is a connection. <laughs> um, but um, so if you go to comeuppancereviews.net and you look up the movie Sudden Death – we yeah. have sort of compiled. Yeah, we have 15. We have 15 at least in, right. in our review. Uh, you know, John Claude Van Damme, you know, I, I don't play. I have sudden death. So, yeah, yeah <laughs> there the he is. There's... <laughs> right. So he was in a hockey rink. And um, in that review, we sort of have compiled this by no means complete, but a fairly decent list. Yeah, of... Very comprehensive. Pretty, yeah. pretty big, at least for us. Now, do you want to read the list, or do how do you want yeah, to do it? I guess I can read the list, or I can read the list slowly, and we can mention each, talk about each one. Well, how about this? Why don't you just read them all like at a normal rate, or okay, <laughs> and then we'll go back okay, because we'll just back. to hear the names back to back to back, I think might trigger something in us or maybe the audience. Sure. Um, so here is the list read by Ty of the. Um, Die Hard in a movies mentioned in our sudden death review. Okay, take it away. Here we go. Lethal Tender. Deadly Outbreak. 
Detention, uh-huh. Cracker Jack, uh-huh. Cracker Jack 2, which we'll be mentioning again. Oh, yeah, that's a favorite. Yeah, Irresistible Force, Strategic Command, Terminal Rush, Command Performance, Virtual Assassin, The Alternate, The Taking of Beverly Hills, The Last Hour, Open Fire, and No Contest, and Skyscraper. Right. Which I think, as we said, it's Die Hard in a building. It's Die Hard in a skyscraper. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> sure how they came up with that. but um, Couldn't I think that movie was first? It's like, <laughs> first before Die Hard? First before Die Hard somehow. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not really so sure about Nicole that. Smith's mind back in the 1995s. Well, in their defense, maybe instead of changing the location like all the other ones, they just changed the person. So in other words, instead of Bruce Willis in a building, they put Anna Nicole Smith in a building. Let's not forget that her name is Carrie Wink. <laughs> yes, her name is Carrie Wink. Not to be confused with Swink from... Yes, uh, Stay Alive. That? From Stay Alive, which is what Franklin Muniz, yeah, Franklin as he Muniz. now likes to be known, uh, is called. <laughs> um, and also there's a, like a sequel to that. To, to the not to the limit, but remember it has Joey Travolta. Oh yes, oh and, uh, the title. Oh, Da Vinci's War. Is right, Da Vinci. Oh no, is is the first one. To the limit is a sequel to Da Vinci's War. A very kind of somewhat obscure Michael Nury, Joey Travolta movie. It's very, right, very- and um, what's interesting about that is we learned that if Anne Nicole Smith has like. Sh- like chin length brown hair. She looks a lot like Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> and she was, she was uh, going to be more famous just a few years later, you know? So, <laughs> so, the, you know, um, it is. So how about we talk about any of them that uh, take place in a water treatment plant? Sure. Well, okay, like lethal that tender. Is, that's lethal right? tender. With, and, um, uh, Jeff okay. Faye and uh, Gary Busey or Jeffrey Faye. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Um, so that's at a water treatment plant. Yeah. And um, that's not to be confused with Deadly Outbreak. Which, yes, that's also uh, – is that water treatment also? I think it is. Is it water treatment? It's some sort of um, – a biochemics uh, lab or – looks like right, a right. biochemical lab. Yeah, no, I think that is right because it's a deadly outbreak. Yes. That was actually, in the the box art, the word outbreak is in gigantic letters, yeah. and the word deadly <laughs> is in small letters yeah. because of the movie of the same name that came out around that time with, what, Dustin Hoffman? Yeah, that was a quality movie, Deadly Outbreak. Uh, that was a good uh, Jeff Speakman. He had some good one-liners. I definitely recommend that one. Only like on tape, I think, really. That never made it to DVD? It might be a foreign one. I think we say that a lot, but it might be foreign right. DVDs. But no but American DVD. I didn't. I haven't seen one. You'd think, you know, the presence of Ron Silver would have made it so. And I rewatched it last year, or maybe yeah, it was last year. It was fun. Good rewatch. Um, we're getting to a bad one here. Okay. We're going in order of our list. All right, sure, go ahead. Detention with Dolph Lundgren. Okay, so that's Die Hard in a school. Die Hard in a school, yeah. All right. So what was the first one on the list? Lethal Besides Tender. Besides Death, which is Die Hard in a hockey rink. Oh, Lethal Tender. Okay, well, Lethal Tender is first. Okay. That, yeah. All right, so then uh, Die Hard in a water treatment plant. Um, and then the next one, 
detention, Die Hard in a School. Yeah, Die Hard in a School. Now, we didn't really like that one too much, from what I recall. No, I remember there's one funny part, which I will now say. Mm-hmm. Well, where uh, one of the gang, well, okay, it's Dolph Lundgren versus a you know gang of overage punks, you know, <laughs> over the hill mm-hmm. punks, or middle aged punks as you call them. Mm-hmm. And then I guess one of them dies, and then but his name was Hoagie, like the sandwich. Right. So <laughs> yes, the other members go Hoagie. <laughs> Right, and it's supposed to be dramatic and serious, but when someone's screaming out the word hoagie, yeah. it kind of loses a little bit of its gravitas. It, it, it impact. Like, I think you just want to go to Blimpy's, you know, right, Blimpy right. or Subway, or we want the subs, you know, the right. pepper bars. So, <laughs> well, I, or, so you're talking about Quiznos. Quiznos, oh. well, those sponge rats are <laughs> called. Those were huge in, like, 2003. Yeah, because we had oh. the hot computers, you know, to make the sponge rats. I know I'm saying that term wrong but um well that's okay because it's inexplicable why those things became popular <laughs> at all um they got the subs and we got a pepper bar is yeah that, well that is important to know <laughs> and very relevant as well but um so moving on from hoagie um and also depending on where you live that might not make sense because you might also like subs or grinders oh, so depending true. on your region <laughs> or maybe that's something true. else I, I, um, yeah, Dolph. Yeah. Well, go ahead. I mean, the thing no, about no, the I, I got nothing. Go ahead. You got detention, which is kind of in the dregs of Dolph Lundgren. You know, detention and Agent Red. We'll have to come back to him. It's like, but well, that was kind of a valley in his career. Yeah. But you know, he had ups and downs, and that was uh, maybe know. one of his weaker ones. That's okay. You know, he's made a lot of good movies. Yes, I mean that's what we should concentrate is the positive. Yeah, but you know, um, like Skin Trade or Skin Trade, The Punisher. So. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Um, all right, so we had Die Hard in a School, we had Hoagie. Okay, what's next? We have Cracker Jack. One. Okay, now that's Die Hard in a Hotel. Yes, uh, Thomas okay. Ian Griffith and Christopher Plummer as the villain and Nastasha Kinski. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so that was the first of the two Jack Wilde movies? There's actually three. three Jack Wilde movies. Yeah. yeah, but Cracker Jack 3 is not really related to the other ones. It's just, you know, kind of a in name only because no one's named Jack Wilde in Cracker Jack 3, a movie I've never seen. It's just, uh, his name was like Jack Thorne as Bo Svensson. It's rated PG-13. Not interested. But out of the two Jack Wilde movies, this is the first of the Jack yes. Wildes where the yes, second one was, uh, of course portrayed in legendary fashion by judge reinhold absolutely cracker jack 2 aka hostage strain okay which of die hard on a train die hard on a train which is very what was <laughs> what would they call it in the movie oh the financial planning train ride yeah <laughs> so they <laughs> needed sound suspicious. <laughs> they needed a, a reason to get people on the train i guess including i guess jack wilde's wife or whoever she was yeah, and so Carol they Holt. Played by Carol Ald, and so it's like, well, you got to learn about business and financial planning, so um, <laughs> come on this train ride. And then, of course, as we call them, the Euro Trash Baddie, which yep. obviously fashioned after Alan Rickman, you know, because the baddie has to be foreign. Yes, you know. his name was Hans Becker. Right, Hans Becker. Not yeah, at all to be confused with um, whatever his name was in Die Hard. Hans uh, Gruber? Hans Gruber. <laughs> Hmm. We wrote in the review that, you know, Hans Becker making um, some sort of cross between Alan Rickman and Ted Danson as the grumpy doctor. Becker. Oh, oh, right, right. Becker, yeah. 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 
Um, oh, Becker's on an airplane. Not, yep. Uh oh, he doesn't like those peanuts. Here you go, Becker. <laughs> right. So. Um, but that's that's a top quality Die Hard in a Cracker Jack too, because it's just ninety plus minutes of fun. It is. I if you can see Die Hard two, aka Hostage Train, please see it. It's oh, absolutely Jack hilarious. <laughs> Cracker Jack oh, too. Right, sorry. Well, I'm just, yeah, I'm getting confused already. There's um, a lot of you know names to get mixed up on. Yeah, Cracker Jack yeah. two, Hostage Train. Right, sorry, Cracker Jack two, aka Hostage Train. I mean, the review I tried to give it justice as to how funny this movie is, but I think I said it's one of the funniest comedies, not labeled a comedy that you can. <laughs> I remember that I you remember. could find. It's it's just so funny. It's just a hilariously funny movie. I just I, I don't want to give too much away, but just I know because people have to see at least this one, the the one that we're talking about. Yeah, if you see one movie we talked about today, see that one. If you want to laugh, you want to laugh. Oh. And then we have a good one coming up here. Okay. We'll, oh, back to Cracker Jack one, or just you know he's in a hotel. Christopher Plummer. I don't know. I'm trying to remember. I think Jack Wild T.I.G. does an uppercut, so that was kind of cool. And he's on a mountain. He's on a mountain. He doesn't do any extreme ops or anything. Well, like that, but <laughs> and that's okay. You can't always do extreme ops. Well, I know you can't do any hot, you know, you know, shooting while snowboarding or shooting <laughs> while skiing, you know, or while slamming a Mountain Dew. Yeah, you gotta slam that Dew. Maybe. And uh, you don't drink a Mountain Dew. No. You slam a Mountain Dew <laughs> while you dive upside down on a snowboard out of a helicopter. helicopter. Yeah, and maybe yeah, it's a code um, red too. Yeah, of course. Um, and maybe while shooting someone, but I don't think that anyone got shot in the actual Mountain Dew commercials. No, not not that we know of. But I I could be just misremembering that. <laughs> we'll go right to the next one, which is uh-huh. Irresistible Force with. Okay, Sid that's Die Hard. Yeah, right, Die Hard in a mall. So in a mall. Die Hard in a mall. Now that was a pilot for yes. a TV show. Yeah, I'm not sure what channel. Maybe CBS. It feels like it could have been CBS. <laughs> they should make this today. It was really good. It was a fun one. It was Cynthia Rothrock and Stacy Keach. I know, and th- that it should have happened. I think if that ha- if that pilot was made today, it probably would get picked up because I hope so. Yeah, there's so many channels now, and just more appetite for that sort of thing. I think back then there was less opportunity, but now with all the streaming channels and regular channels and exactly. cable channels, it, it, I think it would make it. I, it would be so cool because it was fun. I remember she was in a mall and she's beating up baddies with like pots and pans and stuff like right, that. In the, in the pot and pan store. Yes. <laughs> Which is she somehow ends up in. Yeah. That's like at a you know crate and barrel or something. <laughs> right, right. You know, except she, you know, bashes your head through the crate and hits you with a barrel. Perfect. Or, yeah. <laughs> and maybe does a scorpion kick. Right, yeah. of course. And that it would have been so great awesome. to see Cynthia Rothrock on a TV show. Oh, that'd be great. Like a, like a procedural, but she beats up like five baddies an episode. <laughs> too, good, too good of an idea. And she could still do it. I yeah, know. she's not like 100 years old. She could still, you know, do the high kicks. So, which is also a great movie in its own right. But um, <laughs> High kicks, yeah. yeah. I think that's the movie that we watched that had no sound in the uh, soundtrack. Well, I think there's some versions that have music and some don't um, for whatever reason. Very weird. It was very weird when we watched that uh, movie. <laughs> Take um, a look at the review on the site for more uh, info. Yeah. Um, or on the Bleeding Skull because they reviewed oh, yeah. it and they're, they're great too. But um, Great, great website. 
so okay, so now that was Die Hard in the Mall, and uh, it was great to see uh, Stacy Keats team up with Cynthia Rothrock, and it should have been a TV show. Yep. Um, we had right, what uh, else you got? Strategic Command with Michael Dudikoff. No, that's and, Die Hard on a plane. Die Hard on a plane, yeah. That and also uh, Brian Cranston, his best. At work. his best. Yeah. <laughs> He's dead last in the cast list on IMDb. Mm-hmm. It's like he hides it or something. It's same with Street Corner Justice. Also, his best work and Clint Howard's. It's <laughs> where they, it's, you know, where those two great men met. You know. <laughs> well, um, I actually watched a little bit of Street Corner Justice recently. It was on mm-hmm. a DVD for about like a minute to make sure it worked. It's like here comes Clint Howard. He's a rapist. It's like I'm a rapist. It's mm-hmm. like great. It's like, and also, and when he was an ice cream man in Ice Cream Man, I just watched that. I'm he said, I'm an ice cream man. That's basically what he says all the time. I'm an ice cream man. I'm a chocolate cone. <laughs> it's not a it's terrible not, impression. Thanks. <laughs> I'm working on my Clint Howard, I guess. It's easy to do because he has this gravelly voice in this one. It's like, I and the chocolate's like made out of roaches or something. It's kind of gross. Mm-hmm. But it was okay. That movie's silly. I just watched it. That, that's all I need, really needs to be said. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was Die Hard on a Plane now. There was the movie where uh, the more big budget Hollywood version was that executive decision. Yeah, so it was ripping off executive decision. So strategic command, executive <laughs> decision. Hmm. <laughs> and, and the box similar. art is also yeah. very similar. Yeah, it's like because if you remember the box art of executive decision, it's Kurt Russell. He has like you know, he's ready to fly the plane. Mm-hmm. Uh, very similar to Michael Dudikoff about to fly the plane. And if you look at the review, which I am going to quickly look at. Mm. We talk about there's something called uh, let me see here. Oh, here we go. The Bromax. That's like the evil like uh, liquid, you know, biochemical called Bromax. <laughs> I have that Bromax, bro. <laughs> you know, I'm glad I wrote that down because I didn't remember that. But I believe that was pre-Bromance. That is true. And according so, to the, this movie that we are, I'm according to the great movie Strategic Command. It is the Bromax is potentially the most dangerous element ever created. Uh, so first off, why would you create it? That's number one. But number two, was there a bromance between Michael Dudikoff and um, oh, Brian Cranston? I hope so. You know, I bet they were big uh, friends on the set, you know, sitting on that plane set all day <laughs> doing nothing. Oh. And, you know, speaking of the Hans Becker thing, mm-hmm. you know, Richard Norton, <laughs> Richard yes. Norton, as they call yes. him. Uh, his name in the movie is Carlos Gruber. <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. Um, so he should have teamed up with the other Hans, Hans Beckers Beck? and, and Grubers and Larry Hans Gruberman. Becker, and, um, Larry Gruberman, yeah. <laughs> Larry Gruberman. You know, Hansel um, Beckerman, you know. Right, right. So, the, yeah. So, but, but bromance is not just a regular bromance. It's like a really extreme bromance, like oh, a maximum bromance. Yeah, maximum bromance. So that's probably had a bromax on the set of Strategic Command. So, I know, you wanted to say executive decision. I know, but I keep screwing up the title. <laughs> right, even the, the box art, like even the colors are the same. Like it's very orange and yellow. Yes. In, in Executive yeah. Decision and yeah. Strategic Command. <laughs> You know, we can, might as well just jump to the next uh, Durakov Die Hard in a, which would be <laughs> Virtual Assassin. Um, 
I'm trying uh, to remember if that was a Die Hard in a, I, I believe it was no, a building. It was Die Hard in a building, not a skyscraper, but it was in a like you know chemical you know virus building <laughs> again. But there's no there buildings. They're building an actual virus, or is it like a computer virus? It's like a computer virus because he's you know computers. I'm trying to remember the movie. It, it all says that you know, um, some you know someone named Kaiser is working. <laughs> no, no, Doctor uh, Royce is working. No, it says Doctor Royce is working on a, is working on uh, well, containing a deadly virus. You know, this, but the villain is named Nassim. Mm. Well, they're foreign, so they they have to be bad, uh, apparently. It was very weird. Um, Yeah. So, you know, it's funny. I had just got an idea. How about, like, if Michael Dudikoff is, like, a diehard in, like, a salon? Okay. Like a hair salon? All right. And because his hair is so cool, like, somehow his hair can maintain how cool it looks because he's trapped in the salon. I could see that. I mean, I got to think of, you know, we can use Hansel Beckerman to be the villain of the, He could be like a evil hairdresser. How about you know? Vidal Sassoon? Perfect. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his daughter was in a lot of these movies, Cat Sassoon. Right, yeah, Angel Fist. Right, so it wouldn't be so hard to get Vidal himself. He would want to do it. <laughs> All right, moving on swiftly from that, what's the next one? I'm going to take a quick look, and the next movie is Terminal Rush. That's Die Hard on, like, a, a dam, like yeah, the Hoover Dam. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, Die Hard yeah. Like on the Canadian Hoover Dam. Right, right. <laughs> um, Rowdy Roddy Piper yep. and um, Don the Dragon. Yeah, Donald the Dragon Wilson. And what's funny is, I guess there's a, a character named Snooky. So oh. it's like, oh, dear. It's like... Once again, these DTVs are ahead of their time, as we always are saying. Yeah. Um, because I guess in the review it says Snooky sounds a lot like Samuel Jackson in the movie, so we so just, it says just close your eyes when you're listening to Snooky. I, I didn't I remember that at all. All I remember from this movie is Roddy Piper has like eyeshadow, like raccoon eyeshadow. He does. Know. Yeah, guy liner. Oh, wait, he's the bad guy. He's the villain, yes. Don the Dragon is the hero, and Roddy Piper is the villain. And he wears, like, you know, guy liner. <laughs> Not to be confused with Bromax. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, Very similar. Um, now that you say that, I remember that. Yeah. We uh, he, did, yeah. he did shadow his eyes a little on the heavy side, I think. <laughs> From his memory serves. Yes. Um, in fact, he kind of looks like the Hamburglar. If, I remember, uh, yeah, I think he wore a, like a hamburger-esque skinny suit because he's not overweight, but it's just <laughs> right as opposed to a fat suit. Yeah, fat suit. Um, yeah, skinny yeah. suit. You don't usually hear that term. <laughs> no, well, that'd be pretty hard to pull off. Um, <laughs> I have to literally. Yeah. Um, now, does someone get knocked off a dam in I that think movie? So it's very hard to remember. I, I maybe uh, you know Roddy Roddy Piper. It's hard to remember. I know there were some badly mm, staged fight scenes of Donald or Don the Dragon uh, and, and the numerous baddies. I think he's like, uh, this could be a lot better. Very Canadian. Well, not, not a bad thing, but sometimes you can tell. Right. Okay. Well, um, that's that's the thing. And sometimes that can give itself away in that manner but um they had to cash in on that diehard so you know know, they they had a dam and they figured hey you know let's let's go for it 
I know it just could have been better, you know, just better Donald Donald Dragon Wilson movies if you're listen, if you're interested. We got Red Sun Rising and you know Blood Fist. Right, right, and I'm sure anyone listening is interested and either has or exactly. wants to see those movies. Yeah, um, you, Red Sun Rising is a real good one. Not a diehard enough, but it's a quality action movie. Uh, all right, so that's Army. keeping it positive. So what's yeah. the next one? Should I stay positive? Can't be negative on this great podcast. <laughs> no. <laughs> Doll positivity. All right, so our next movie is Command Performance with Dolph uh, Lundgren. Right, and that's Die Hard in a like a concert hall. Yeah, Die Hard in a concert, and uh, Dolph plays a drummer named Joe, and he's a dying to easy rock and roll is hard. <laughs> right, so, and he he, <laughs> he does all his own drumming in the movie. Yeah, awesome, and I I want to give it away, but he might use his drumsticks, you know, to dispatch <laughs> some people. So, well, I know he uses a guitar. I think we can say yeah, that. He uses a yeah. guitar to, to kill someone. It was pretty cool. And he's in slow motion. And he goes, well, he uses <laughs> this uh, awesome. Or he turns up the uh, the sound. Oh, the amplifier. The amplifier. Yeah. He, it's like so loud. It goes, well. And he's like, a, you know, bad guy's like, oh, my ears. And then, you know, he, they get bashed. Like, yeah, no, they get bashed. Oh, that was a good one. I got to rewatch that one. No, so, from what I remember... Mm-hmm. it's kind of like sudden death. Like instead of hockey, it's like the bad guys in like this box seats and his daughters are there, which I think, yeah, oh, vice his... president maybe. Right. And it's the structure of it is even very similar to sudden death. Yes. Very similar. This is in Romania instead of, you know, wherever sudden death was shot, California. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but that was pretty novel because it had the rock element and it had, yeah. That was um, cool. Yeah. And it, that gave it a coolness factor and it oh. had Dolph, uh, drumming away, yeah, drumming um, away. showing like, that he, he can do pretty much anything. Yeah, he, he's the most awesome guy who's ever lived. So, right. <laughs> well, without any overstatement, um, I yep, think we nope. can move on to the next. Uh, <laughs> move on nope, to the nope, next. Not an overstatement. Tell us there's something more you wanted to say about Command Performance. I think that's just another high quality Die Hard in a movie. I mean, another, just like uh, Cracker Jack too, which is full of laughs. This one's a you know, right. this one's a good you know serious one. Right. Our next movie is The Alternate. Now, that one, just based on the title, I'm having some trouble you remembering. You saw this one. Oh, I didn't see it. Well, that would explain why I can't remember it. Um, so, in that one... Yes. Let me take a look. Oh, okay, yes. Brian Jennings mm-hmm. is the hero and from Street Justice, the great TV show of uh, Carl Weathers. And Eric, mm-hmm. oh no, I've I mixed that up in my mind. Eric Roberts is the alternate. Brian oh. Jennings is the villain. So, and Michael Madsen plays the original Val Johnson role. So, right. It's like, I can oh, see what's why. going on over here. You know, I'm not. Uh, what's going on over here? It's like. But what, where is the location? Location's like at a president's banquet. Oh, okay. So, it's, it's Michael Madsen is a. Com- complete paycheck role for him it's like oh don't shoot anybody oh. it's like, <laughs> um like okay <laughs> but so, was, my, my memory actually i watched it this past year i did a super michael madsen marathon on yeah Amazon. i remember when you did that i watched nine of his movies because they were just right next to each other mm-hmm. so um yeah i don't remember much it's just a typical uh Die Hard movie, and um, 
That's about it, I guess. Um, I mean, <laughs> right, well, so now, it's a new image movie. Ice T is in it. Doesn't do much, you know. Ice T is in it. Yeah, Ice T. He plays like a, you know, another like agent. He's like, hey, I'm another agent. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I can't do Ice T impression, but. So it's sort of like Air Rage. It's like, or, oh well, he did even did less than that. <laughs> well, no, you can't do an Ice T impression. Um, I can. You're on the download, dude. Oh yeah, you're on the download, dude. I, I that sounds like me, but it's just like, <laughs> but I'll have to work on that one for the next episode. So, um, okay. Um, I mean, it's not a bad movie. I just want to get a quick review of that too. I mean, it, it's when I rewatched it, it was better than I remembered. So the next movie we have is kind of a weak one here, The Taking of Beverly Hills. Now that's Die Hard in. Beverly Hills, right? Yeah. And it stars Ken Wall as Boomer Hayes. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think we like that. I, first off, they didn't shoot it in Beverly Hills primarily, right? I shot it in like New Mexico. Yeah, or just regular Mexico. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and um, I think that had a lot of potential. I think oh. that's why we're sort of let down by it. But just didn't live up to it. According to our review, Boomer Hayes, played by Ken Wall, is a big, stupid meathead named Boomer Hayes. That's basically <laughs> the movie okay. in a nutshell. Um, but yeah, but, there's like these silly scenes that kind of don't go anywhere. And it, you know, like I said, doesn't live up to that potential that it could have. Yes. And if you remember this, maybe you don't want to, but there's these mm. random songs that are like popular at the time. Like, no, I do remember that. Oh, okay. I remember that. Like um, they, well, Black Cat was yeah, Black one of them. Cat. Yeah, like uh, by Janet Jackson, and I think they used um, the song was, by Faith No More. Yeah, they did. It's like, why are these songs in this movie? They're in a tank while they're playing it. It's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, yeah, it's nice when there's more of a reason to play the songs. Like these, uh, it's probably tough to get the money together for these songs, so you want to have a good reason. They're just kind of playing in the background. I mean, let's just say. As, as a hypothetical that this movie was good uh-huh. so let's say boomer hayes was cool and then they played faith no more while he's like slow motion shooting maybe or, you know <laughs> right something like that like yeah I, I can't remember the you know what i'm talking about the song you know but it would be cool you know <laughs> yeah but instead of just it's in the background while he's walking around or yeah, I something know. It's so it's so lame so it wasn't so not only was the movie not living up to its potential but the songs weren't used to their full potential and why is black cat in the movie it's so weird you know it's one of those mysteries that comes along with the taking of beverly hills i mean now not to be confused with terror in beverly hills which oh yeah had frank stallone <laughs> as hack stone and in the beginning of that movie there's a guy that does not look like frank stallone but is supposed to be for mm-hmm. like the first 30 minutes <laughs> yeah it had hackstone and also it had um the shootout the old bean factory yep that's where you get all our shootouts i mean <laughs> right which i believe that's actually said in the movie it's like yeah. there's a shootout at the old bean factory and if you think of the uh bar fight at the chili factory and <laughs> with, uh, right. with, with greg should have been the name of the movie yeah no, that's what we said with greg henry and leslie nielsen not the seagal or mel gibson versions Right, right. I just, once again, the DTV version was ahead of both of those. I, um, I think that tape might be gone. I think I used to have the tape. I think I have the tape. Oh, you that. have the Patriot tape? Oh, maybe that was your tape. 
Yeah, it might have been my tape. And also, oh, um, okay. I, I shouldn't say that it's definitely a DTV movie. I think that might have gotten a theatrical release. Oh, okay, that's cool. I mean, um, I, I just remember some of the lyrics from uh, Faith No More, you know, Epic. Yeah. So it's so Boomer is like running and shooting, and you go, "What is it? What is it?" So <laughs> right. this, so that'd be so cool. But during the "What is it?" Then mm-hmm. he'd be shooting a bunch of bags, and they go, "Oh, I'm Sam shot," you know. You know. <laughs> Sadly, I mean, it seems like a no-brainer, but once yeah. again, they just didn't do it. I just had to mention that because I just remember the uh, the title, the, the the lyrics of that great song. Um. All right. Well, I think we've spend enough time on well, not terror in Beverly Hills, the taking of Beverly Hills. Well, we can go that we, that can have its own podcast about it. Sure you know, chili factories. <laughs> um, yeah, we can talk about the Patriot and uh Terror in Beverly Hills and compare and contrast. Yeah, see what that was uh, a better bar fighter belly uh, bar fighter or uh, gunfighter. <laughs> I can't even say it. Bar yeah, I know it's very complicated the chili factory or a bean yeah. factory. I know, I'm getting all mixed up here. All right, so I'm gonna take another look at the next movie so and now it's gone <laughs> well no it's, no it's right here and we got the last hour with michael Pare. Uh, the last hour that? is that gone from your memory bank because i remember it's slipping fast where was the diehard in it was in a skyscraper <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay yeah no I, I do remember this and so he's kind of you know like hiding in these shafts and yeah good memory yeah and he, he kind of looks like bruce willis from far away <laughs> well you don't know, we all oh yeah um, <laughs> in my case very far away yeah it's very um, mine's uh, <laughs> planets away but i remember i think someone gets shot and they fall through some glass that's all i got and it, we thought it was really dumb i remember that too. <laughs> it's all i got I mean, uh video seven that was a video seven uh, rental Oh, okay. Yeah, so that one is just straight up Die Hard in a building. They didn't even bother to change the location. They didn't bother to change the gender of the hero. They didn't change anything. They just made a Die Hard movie, but with Michael Paré. That's the perfect way to explain it. I mean, I don't know what else to say about that one. Is there more to say? No. Okay, what's next? We have two more, or technically we have three more. We have Open Fire. That had Jeff Wincott. Jeff Wincott from 1994, and not the open fire of David Carradine. So right, that that's Horace Wiggins, right? Yeah, <laughs> I think Horace Wiggins is uh, POW the Escape. I think I have to double check. No, they're that. all Horace Wiggins to me. Yeah, David Carradine um, is now named Horace Wiggins to us. Uh, the okay. late Horace Wiggins. <laughs> oh. Well, Horace Wiggins can always live on. Yeah. Um, but uh, now, but open fire, if I remember correctly, is also a diehard in a building. Yes, it is, and that was a good one. You know, Jeff Wincott did his martial arts. You know, usually Jeff Wincott can be counted on to have a good movie. I don't. Can't, well, he has a couple duds, but well, but you know, everyone has duds. But I think the present the, the presence of Wincott kind of carries the day on this. Oh, like he does sure. some good punching, as he usually does, and yeah. good action scenes, and He's that kind of yeah, that, that elevates. Yeah. Oh, um, geez, I was going to say open fire. Um, uh, the one, the movie we were just talking about with <laughs> last hour. Yeah, the last hour that huh? elevates it above some of the mediocre Die Hard in a movies. I, it, it, Wincott puts he it said, over the top. He puts it, if he you helps will. it along. I remember watching yes. it. Uh, I think last year, just another rewatch, 
And uh, it was, yeah, it was a good one. I mean, I, you know, if you want to watch Wind Cop movies, you got to watch Martial Law 2, Undercover, Open Fire, Martial Outlaw. A great uh, title. Great title. I got to get a copy of that. Um, oh, um, Ministry, no, of, no, um, no. Mission of Justice. Mission of You're Justice. Of Ministry of Vengeance with John Schneider. Right, as I often do. But yeah. uh, no, it's the one with Bridget Nielsen and. Um, yeah, Mission of Justice and Matthias Hughes, shirtless in he, Hollywood himself. Yes. Um, and what? Which is the one that had that awesome fight scene in the garage? Mission the of Justice. Garage. Oh yeah, Mission of Justice. Yeah. That, you know, garage fight scene is a highlight in the uh, Wincott canon. Oh, and Epi's fight scenes almost today. You know well, what you see today. So. Yeah, well, a lot of the DTV fight scenes at their best are better than what we get today. Yeah, you know, when you watch Bounty Tracker again, which, how, why would you not do that? Mm-hmm. With Lorenzo Lamas and Matthias mm-hmm. Hughes. There's a really good fight scene with Lamas. You remember this? A bunch of baddies. It's like, oh, here we go again, Lamas says. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's like, I need some practice, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and, at the, you know, and also at the end of. Was it with Travis Blackstone? He just shoots everyone in a warehouse. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah, I'm working on getting Viper. So, and Blood for Blood. I think he shot everybody in that too. I'm, my memory of that is a little gone, but he definitely shot everyone in uh, in uh, Bad Blood, aka Viper. And also, he does that great jump. Over. Oh, <laughs> the jump! I that's all we're gonna say. All right. <laughs> he does um, a jump in it. And it's the best jump you've ever seen. Right. I I think we can guarantee that. (laughs) Absolutely. Nope. Yeah, that's a guarantee. Now, because we already mentioned Skyscraper, that Mm. was, you know, that was the last one. So that was, you know, the last one. But now we have the real last one, which is no contest. Oh, right. Of course. Uh, Die Hard at a beauty. um, Beauty contest. Beauty contest. Yeah. Yeah. Now that you get to see a fight scene with Shannon Tweed and Andrew Dice Clay. Yep. And he's called like Andrew Clay on the cover. <laughs> so no dice. No dice. Yeah. <laughs> That's not well, even what they should have called the movie. It's at a yeah. no contest. Yeah. I'm I'm doing the cigarette thing he does now. Oh, I'm sure you are. <laughs> um, but see, where else but in the wonderful world of DTV will you see – Something like that, where Shannon yeah. Tweed is fighting, Andrew Dice Clay is fighting. <laughs> I um, remember I rewatched it. I think it was this year. I just happened to catch it on Prime because I don't know if I have a copy. And it was just so much fun. Either they're fighting, but there's all long shots, so you can't really tell what's going on. And there's also Robert Davies in it and Roddy Piper. So he's back. And, and I got another Die Hard, the sequel. Um, oh, right. Face the Evil. Right, yes, Face the Evil. Face the Evil is Die Hard in an art gallery. Yep, that's that was it, like a newer one. If you watched that, I think maybe this year or last year. And oh yeah, Chan Tweed beats up some people in our gallery. Lance Hendrickson is the villain in that one. Right, right. Um, so not only is no contest a Die Hard in a, the sequel is a Die Hard in a, um, and they uh, they just changed up the location from a, a beauty contest in like a hotel to uh to an art gallery oh good change of pace a nice canadian art gallery and a nice canadian (sighs) pageant sometimes you can tell as i mentioned before well i think we kind of talked about that when we were talking about phase four last time that oh yeah you know it it, it, just say 
you're in Canada. You know, don't lie and say you're somewhere else. No lying allowed. Come on. It's not the Canadian-ness that we object to. It's the lies. Yeah, just pure, pure um, Canadian or American lies. (laughs) (laughs) well, kind of like in a, another classic. Um, it's not a diehard in it, but it's uh-huh. it's a great movie. Uh, depending on who you're talking to, um, Mike Cleary in Hostile oh. Intent. <laughs> Hostile Intent. Yes, I'm hacking into Netscape. That that is a classic said by Rob Lowe. I'm hacking into Netscape. Yeah, Robert Lowe said that exact line. He, so. he sure did. And he could just go on Netscape or go on the internet. Nope, he has to hack into it. And also, let's not forget that's a paintball gone wrong movie. Oh, yeah, PGW. Yeah. Well, hey, we should do an episode about those. Okay, that sounds good because you probably can guess what I'm thinking of next. So. Oh, well, I, I can think of a couple. I, um, There's Master there, Blaster. Yeah, Master Blaster and um, Class of 1999, too. Yes. Oh, that's right. I just watched that with uh, Sasha Mitchell. Yeah, it there's was, some, it's not a full-throated PGW that kind of shows up like towards the end, but I, I think it counts. Yeah, it, no, it counts. If you have paintball going wrong, you're a movie that you know that ca- it counts. So yeah, well, I think isn't um, uh, is it tag the assassination game? Um, I think that does count. Yes. And there's also Gotcha, which yeah, I've never gotcha. seen. It's like a comedy. It does go wrong though, the paintball. And also there's Backwoods with Haley Duff. Yeah which I watched uh, this year. It's like, oh yeah, paintball going wrong. And there's, you know, they get, they run a foul of some Hicks, you know? So it's also a exploitation. Yeah. Exploitation. So it's a mixture of, you know, paintball and Hicks. Okay. Well, I've never seen that, but if we do the PGW episode, you know, you could talk yeah. about it. We're almost doing it now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have one more there to say, you know, no spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. The paintball goes wrong and yeah. um, people might die or might not. No spoilers. And, you know, they're shooting for real. <laughs> That's right. These aren't paintball pellets. They're bullets. <laughs> I mean, because, I mean, paintball was pretty big for a while at that oh, time. For sure. So, I like to play paintball, but I think it's expensive. It's you like know, I, I've heard that, too. Yeah, because you, you have the cool mask, you have the cool kind of gun. You and get to shoot people, and, but shoot they get people. to walk away. You know? Yeah, you walk away in slow motion. So it's perfect. Oh, <laughs> Since I've never tried it, I don't know if that's what happens, but I wouldn't be surprised. That's what I would do. I just walk away in slow motion. From an explosion? <laughs> From an explosion or just a bunch of, you know, dead, in quotes, uh, paintballies. So it's like. Right. Or is it paintballers? Paintballers, uh, yeah. Depending on who's doing the shooting, maybe. Exactly. I guess everyone's doing the shooting. Yeah, so you have to, you know, catch the flag or whatever. So. Is that how it works? I, you know, I don't want to speculate here. I don't um, really know. I just think it's like that. Like, get the flag and then shoot away. Oh. So <laughs> like, and there's there's a 10 and then Ted Pryor comes out and punches you in the face. That's or, my dream. Yeah. Or, or am I just thinking of Deadly Prey? Deadly Prey. Really do. Yeah, that was a good one. That's an ultimate. We should do uh, an episode about the ultimate classics. Like Deadly Prey. <laughs> And maybe the ultimate bombs also just have a contrast. Well, that's true. Or, you know, we can mention movies like Stick Fighter, Samurai Cop. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, we mentioned Cracker Jack, too. What's it? What's sorry, What's that one you said? Oh, Get Even, a.k.a. Oh, Road to Revenge. Um, <laughs> There's some clips of Get Even on YouTube. It's just funny. Just uh, you look at John DeHart acting wearing like a really goofy shirt that says, like, you know, beer. 
<laughs> well, was it the hippie hippie slide or something? Yes, that song, yeah, shimmy shimmy shake. I think the or shimmy slide. Like Where I think I said in the review, it looks like there's a guy with a gun off camera forcing him <laughs> to sing the hippie hippie slide. Um, sing this song, John, or you're dead. It really looks like he's singing it under extreme duress, <laughs> which you kind of just have to see to, to believe. But uh, anyone so who's listening to this who hasn't seen Get Even, which is one word in quotes, Get yes. Even, um, or AKA Road to Revenge, please don't wait. Just see it soon. See it soon and then get back to us. Yeah. Watch it. Yes. So. But but if you like movies like Miami Connection, Samurai Cop, Stick Fighter. Um, it goes uh, right into that list. Yeah. Absolutely. And which are movies we really love. Um, and there's others we can name, but those are just the ones coming immediately to mind. Um, well, I think that's the list I have on sudden death. I'm trying to think of some other ones. I mean, we kind of went off list a couple times. We mentioned yeah. face the evil and yeah, I know there's all. others. Like you said, not a complete list. Cause I don't think there ever could be, cause there's so many of them. I'm trying um, them one right now. I, I just can't, but well, who's in it? No, I, I just can't think of any. <laughs> okay, well then, well then, if nothing's coming immediately to mind, let's no, not torture not the listeners much. anymore. No, no, I can't um, think of any at the moment. All right, well, so that was our overview of the Die Hard in a movie. Yeah, that was fun. Um, <laughs> it was it was a uh, kind of a fast and loose speed through of all the Die Hard in us, you know. It's just um, funny when they're actually in a skyscraper sitting right, in the house. <laughs> no idea there. I mean, there's no originality, but that's what makes it funny. <laughs> but it's like any other type of building or vehicle you could think of got the diehard in a treatment. Yeah, you know, that's amazing. You it's... know, not to be inclusive of the treatment plant, but um, <laughs> but that's um, the thing, like lethal tender. So if they do something with the water supply, aren't they going to have to drink the water? You know, they, maybe they'll leave there. Maybe they'll leave. You know, they won't or maybe they brought thirsty. bottled water. Yeah, I hope yeah. so. They're not thirsty for the chemical water. Right. Okay, that makes sense. And also, yeah. we had that great song, you know, because Chase was on the case. Um, That's right. I made up a song. It's like yeah, Jeff A. was Chase, and he Chase. had a really awesome David coat. Yeah, an awesome like leather brown coat, and his name was David Chase. Not and, to be confused with the guy who created the Sopranos. Yeah, that would be uh, funny. Also, but I sang a song during the credits with Chase on the case. You got your lethal tender, <laughs> which. Is really catchy, you know. I think you know, listeners, just rewind that a couple times, and and uh, so you can get the full impact of that great song that Ty came up with. Um, but um, it's Ty. Are you still there? I'm still there. I just wanted. To, I'll tell you about the okay. something. I know. I thought maybe you fell over like with your face covered in sweat after singing oh. that song. <laughs> no, you know? yeah, I will have to get a towel when I get home. Okay, I am already home. But <laughs> well, that's a relief. Yeah, um, no, I'm not. Like be diehard in it. It'd be diehard in your house. Yeah, diehard in the house. It's like I, I think there is. Oh, that's right. I just remember you made me think of one. Mm. There's go ahead the weird one called Playing Dangerous. You know, I've never seen that. Me either. I think it's on YouTube. Oh. It's like Home Alone meets Die Hard. Oh. I don't know much about it. I think I saw a couple bits and pieces on YouTube, and that's all I know. The cover makes it look like a Macaulay Culkin. He has like a squirt gun, you know, <laughs> in his hands. He has a squirt gun in his hands. So it's like Macaulay Culkin. I mean, the original Home Alone was pretty violent. I mean, what he did to Daniel Stern and Joe Pesci was not pleasant. No. If you want to get hit with a, in the head with like an anvil or no. <laughs> or, or he, stepped, he stepped on, paint a, can a, on a rope. A paint can. Yeah, I mean, that was brutal. That would, you know, Seagal has done less. 
<laughs> that would kill you. And a nail in the foot? Like, it goes through a shoe. You know, so, you know, Who's Kevin is... Yeah. He's, he, no wonder they made the good son. Because that, 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 that's like the precursor to the good son. Right. A, oh. Brett? Well, that is the morality and the parable yeah. of Home Alone that, um, that we all need to think about this holiday season. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't well, know okay, so oh, yeah, sorry, you'd say that one more time. It's like six Home Alone movies. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, at a certain point, isn't it just parental neglect? Yeah. <laughs> like, point. how many times can you leave the freaking kid home? I mean, like, come if you on. Get him once, fine. You're not kind of pushing it already. Yeah. Forget him like six more times. It's like okay. I think that's more the problem of the parents than anything. It's time for a DCF to get on the case. Yeah, I think uh, so. Like David Chase. Especially by, by, by the time of Home Alone 6, Kevin's like 47 <laughs> years old. I mean, he can be alone. It's okay. Yeah, finally. Yeah. You know. And he can put on you, you can... shaving cream and yell because he needs to shave because he's old. <laughs> right. You know, he has a beard. He's, he has kids of his own. It's, yeah, you know, and he'll leave them alone. <laughs> and the cycle continues. The cycle of abuse and neglect continues. Yeah. This is a dark story now. Oh, oh yeah, but yet it's frothy family fun. I, I don't know. Family. Well, I don't know. Probably, before yeah. we go, I mean, unless you yes. want to talk about more stuff about Home Alone. <laughs> I'm we, always up for talking about Home Alone, which I haven't seen since I was 10. I know, same um, here. I, I forget the Home Alone 2. Uh, I don't know. It's stupid. So, anywho. Home, oh, go sorry. Ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, Home Alone was so hot, like in 1990. Uh-huh. I went to go see it with Uncle Mike. Oh, really? And um, it was sold out and couldn't get in. Oh, my goodness. That like, is what, can you even imagine happening, that, that happening today? Like, trying to go to, like, a kid's movie and, like, it's like, sorry, sir. It's sold out. You can't see it. You cannot and, see Macaulay Culkin. It's like, what? <laughs> I know. But to uh, dampen my disappointment, we went to the starter outlet store. And I think oh. I got a starter either T-shirt or a jacket. I can't remember. Oh, okay. That's really cool. Don't look so um, close to members only jacket. Nah, well, I, I would like a starter shirt today. Um, Maybe that's available somewhere on uh, internet online retailers. Yeah, I'll have to look. Um, <laughs> anyway, so what were you saying? I'm trying to remember. Oh, yes. Bef- now, the last episode we had our buddy, Matt, the director video connoisseur on, and we forgot yeah, yeah. to uh, plug his plugs. Right. So we want to do that now. Okay, go for is- it. DTV, well, DTV, then, well, Connoisseur on Twitter and Instagram and Letterboxd. And his website. And his website, all the same. So, actually, that makes it easy. (laughs) So, I just wanted to say that, give him a shout out. Yeah, and then we're sorry for forgetting that, but, you know, we got swept up in the moment, as we often do. And um, it won't try not to happen again, you know, when you come back on. Um, well, since we're plugging stuff, why don't we sure. plug ourselves? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, what, what Twitter, do you got? I mean, I, I synergized the podcast to my Instagram. I sound like a teenager. I'm on yeah. Instagram. But hi, guys. Not, hi, hi, guys. That's my YouTube account, right? <laughs> uh, or okay, it could be the gram. It could be the gram. I know, that's how all YouTube uh, videos start, you guys, is with you guys. <laughs> hi, guys. So um, anywho. It's now Thai Action Rocks. 
on Instagram and I post all my, uh, you know, VHS covers and, and the podcast, you know, links. And, and I the hear they're link. doing well. You're getting a lot of, since you changed the name, you're getting a lot of response and a lot yeah, of I was, Malone. Yeah. A lot of traction. Malone got a lot of responses and undefeatable. So that was so, exciting. Are you doing like one VHS tape a day or what are yeah, you doing? One or two. And then I just, I post the, the front of the box and the back of the box. Well, so, whatever you're doing seems to be working. Yeah, um, so it's all connected now to the website, including uh, Letterbox. Which is oh, other- and uh, sorry, but that's connected to another brush with greatness you had. Oh. Do you know what I'm talking like, about? Yeah, two, actually. Oh, that's right. Thanks for reminding um, me. That so was on Instagram. It's not Letterbox, Instagram. Dean Cochran, the star of Target of Opportunity, a movie you should watch. It's a lot of fun. I call it Target of Awesome-tunity. Right. But – he responded. He, just, he read that, like he read my review or read another one's review and saw that. Uh, I said, "Hey, Dean Cochran, you're awesome and target of opportunity." He said, "Thanks, man." He, he invited me and his another uh, friend of the website. His name is Andrew Babcock, and the site is a it might be Bulletproof Action. I better double check. Oh, Ultimate Action Movies, I think. I should double check that. But anyway, yeah, he like invited us to go to L.A. to see uh, Yeah, he said Fox he wanted to do a studio tour, yeah. Yeah, because he works for Fox or does post-production stuff for Fox. So I said, yeah, sure, but, you know, I'm in Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> but that was really, really cool of him to, yeah. to respond and make that offer. I know, that was amazing. Like, Whoa! And also, Ileana Douglas liked something I said. <laughs> so, wow, it's all these hot celebrities. See, so you know, that's what happens, you know, you... One minute you're just sitting home, you know, watching around. Home Alone six, and the next yeah. minute, you know, you got uh, Cecilia Doran, you got Ileana Douglas, and you got Dean Cochran knocking all down your door. All about, yeah. about two weeks. Yeah, so it's kind of interesting. It is. That is interesting. Um, that, yeah, you know, these these folks care about their fans. Yeah, know, which is really great to see. It really is. I'd like to think if I was famous, I would, I would be like that. Yeah, you got to be like that. You can't be like a diva. You know. No. <laughs> no, you don't want to be a diva. I know I act like a diva sometimes. Well, not really. I know. Well, we <laughs> don't need I, to uh, broadcast uh, your dirty laundry out on no, the air. I'm just but, kidding around. I'm not a diva. Um, <laughs> but uh, okay, so we've got tie action rocks. We have comeuppinsreviews.net, yeah. of course. Yep. Uh, we have and the Facebook on, page. Yeah, and Twitter's tie comeuppance. So it's all connected now. So it could make it easy for people. Yeah, it's made easy. It's not the old thing on instagram i just fixed it so it's all great it's all good now well and if oh another thing i want to say is if we forgot any diehard in a movies that oh yeah you think we should have talked about contact us in any of those places or see our podcast um at uh oh (laughs) i think Uh it's at yacht (laughs) you mean Um, you have an email correct um yeah but I, i set up a special one for the podcast um um, What's that one again? Uh, it's CR Podcast at oh god, I, Yahoo. I, I think it's Yahoo.com. Not it's either Gmail. that or Gmail. No, I don't think it's, it's Gmail. Yahoo. Uh, yeah, it's Yahoo. It's Yahoo. Yeah. Oh, man. The last thing you meant, when you mentioned it last, you said it was on Yahoo. Oh good, thank God you remembered that because I don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, but um, so yeah, all right. So yeah, if we forgot any, let us know and we'll mention them in the next one. Um, but Sounds so good. yeah and we'll we'll no. be back soon with another episode we got a funny one coming up That's oh yeah we, we, we have a oh, good one coming up we'll 
Yes, we won't say anything, but it's uh, people. Or maybe should. Maybe, okay, well, you want to tease it? I, I was thinking maybe we should because what if okay. our listeners have an idea for oh, okay. one of the people and we could mention oh, it? Sure, sure. Okay, go ahead. So our next episode, I think this is going to be the next one. Certainly yeah, one of the next ones. Yeah. It should be, and I'm hoping it is. Is we're gonna we have a list of people that should have been action stars. You know, yes. that weren't during the heyday. They could have had their moment in sons an action star, and for whatever reason, they didn't. Um. So if you can think of anyone like that, yeah, we won't say in, we who we have on a list, but you we maybe uh, you'll think of the same ones. Well, so. why don't I just say one so people okay. get an idea? Fabio. Fabio. Why didn't Fabio star in a movie where, you know, he's shooting people with a machine gun, his yep. hair is blowing in the wind. Shirtless, and, obviously, as usual. Yeah. He, you know, he's, that'd be so great. He has a great accent. It, uh, I know. Because there were so many accented people back then. And I mean, yes, we had and Fabio as Claudio. Yes. You know, in, uh, we had that. Show. And that's good. And I don't want to, <laughs> you know, downgrade that. But he should have been an action star where he punches, kicks, shoots, Stab. Acapulco Heat. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, that was a reference to Acapulco Heat, where there's a credit that says and Fabio as Claudio. Yes. So yeah, if he shoots stabs, he has, it breaks people's necks, it'd be great. Why did that happen? I'm, I'm gonna get riled up. I'm gonna get riled I up. I know. We should save this for the episode, but that's just so people can get an idea of what we're talking about. So someone yeah. like a Fabio who yeah. could have been, if you can think of anyone like that, write in at any yeah. of our social media yes. areas. Yes. And, and I'll, be, and I'll definitely know. will know that when, when you uh, send me a message. So. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, and so with that, I believe that concludes this episode. Ah, um, very good. <laughs> so time flew by once again. Sure did, yeah. So um, I guess we'll see you guys next time. Yeah, see you guys next time, and thanks for listening. Thank you.